0: Cheesemosas, I'm Stephanie. And I'm Meg B. And we are the Cheese McQueens. That didn't sink at all. I thought it did. Really? It did to me. Hmm. This is never gonna work until we're in the same room. Exactly. We are covering Married at First Sight season 13 episode 12. We're coming along here. Um, and yeah, it was a big episode. Um,
1: hey, any man? Not for me this week. It seems like the internet streets are pretty dry. Everybody yeah. just had big thoughts about the episode in general. There wasn't really a lot of gossip. Yeah. And speculation.
0: Same here. Um, the only thing I saw and it popped up today on, um, one of the Facebook groups I'm on is someone saw Jose's dating profile. I don't, I've never dated online, so I don't know what to do. I was is. just
1: getting ready to say, which one is it? And then I knew you weren't going to know, so I'm going to look at it. Uh, this is Tinder. Yeah. I mean, I think from what I understand, it may <laughs> appear to be Tinder.
0: <laughs> so um, a few things about the picture, right? Uh, one, he's wearing a ring on his left hand. Is that what you see?
1: I didn't even look.
0: Okay, check out his ring. Well, the person who posted matched on purpose to fuck with him.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, he does have a ring on.
0: Yes, okay. And then the profile name is Tony. So a few different things. Okay, it could be that he didn't want to use Jose because he's on the show. Or he didn't want to use Jose because they didn't want, maybe he didn't want them to Google his name and it bring up the show or bring up his job or something like that. Real personal stuff. Or it's not Jose. <laughs> like it's a catfish.
1: But where'd they get the picture? he
0: steal it from his Facebook or something.
1: Do you think that's public?
0: It was. So here's another thing. Um, and I only know this because, you know, the preview where um, Brett is accusing Ryan of being on dating apps mm-hmm. and matched with her friend.
1: Mm-hmm. Well,
0: someone in the comments on whatever I saw this on said that a lot of times people just delete the app and not and deactivate the
1: profile the account.
0: Yeah. So, you know, Ryan could just be set up, you know, he's not even paying attention to it because... He deleted the app because he's married. Um, Same thing with Jose. You know, maybe he was on these dating apps and forgot to deactivate his account.
1: So. Which I don't know how you forget to do, but okay.
0: But then another picture of Rachel and Jose surfaced at a baseball game. Uh, Are are the Astros
1: still in it? I don't remember. I have no idea what's going on with baseball right now.
0: Yeah, I only saw the Yankees-Red Sox game. I hadn't been paying attention to the Astros.
1: So, seems that happened. We're not hometown heroes, guys. We're Sorry. not. I, don't know. I got turned
0: off by the Astros that cheating year. Ugh. Bleh. I have to learn to be a Rangers fan. I haven't got there yet, though. No, thank you. <laughs> Anywho, but yeah, that's that's the only cheese meh I had. It's, it was really dry, like you said this week. If y'all have cheese meh, if you know these fools. Y'all need to DM us. Give us the scoop. Let us know.
1: We won't tell anybody.
0: Except everyone. <laughs> but we won't use your name. It will be anonymous. Promise.
1: Unless you want us to. Oh, yeah. Don't Unless you want a
0: That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whatever you want. Help us help you.
0: I am so-and-so's ex. And here's the juice. I'd love to hear all that. Everything. I'll take it for real yeah. chisme whore
1: <laughs> queen
0: oh a queen my bad
1: Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> way to empower yourself <laughs> <laughs> i just want
0: it um how about well if that's all the chisme let's just dive in let's uh start with the big guns let's do some johnny and bow and this whole debacle <laughs>
1: they had a lot going on this episode. They were like the majority of the show it was their shenanigans.
0: Yeah. I I have like mixed feelings. I you know, my very real feel, feeling is like I hate Johnny just like all of America. But like some now that we've seen Bao lie, some of the things she says, I'm like is it now she's she's to me you know, is she is she believable now? I'm not sure.
1: Because even with the lies...
0: Mm-hmm. She made the lies true by when Johnny pissed her off, right? So, like, he's at the family function or whatever, and then she starts meal prepping and doing the bouillonnets and stuff. So then when they're in front of Pastor Cal, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, but it's all recent.
1: I don't think she did that intentionally. No. I think that's just kind of how the cards fell. Like Okay. She said she was going to do those things, like she didn't mean like instantly.
0: Yeah, that's true. I see that. Okay. That's true. But
1: we'll we'll get into that more.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's go.
1: All right. So, we open up to bow on the balcony the morning after the group dinner, and she says it's been a rough night. She feels deflated, but still is flexible. She wants to make the best of the situation, so she has to woman up, <laughs> romance, and woo her husband. I like that. Woman up. <laughs> <laughs> but can she do it, is the question.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I like the phrase. I don't like that she is using it in this context.
1: <laughs> mm. So the next scene we have of them, they're cooking dinner, and it looks like they're going to be having spiral zucchini noodles and instant pot bolognese.
0: What's in bolognese? Meat sauce. Just is style. So if I pour ragu in a pot, can I call it names?
1: No, I think it has to have meat in it. Oh, okay. I can throw some ground beef. It's just like like calling spaghetti sauce marinara. Like gotcha. It's just sauce. The style of it, I guess. Okay. Or maybe the region. I don't know.
0: I'm going to have to Google this because now I want to know
1: go for it (laughs) all right keep going so we see bao is slaving over a hot instant pot (laughs) she was really like going at that i guess meat or whatever was in there
0: i don't own an instant pot i thought you just throw things in cover it like a slow cooker and yeah it's over
1: you can but you can also well you can do that in the in the well maybe not in a slow cooker so much Yeah, it's a slow cooker. Just cover it. It's a pressure cooker. Mm. But you can, with the Instant Pot, you can, like, turn it on so it'll get hot. So if you needed to, like, braise something before you slow cook it or pressure cook it, you can do that. Instead of having to do it, like, in a pan and then put it in. Okay. I was just curious. (laughs) Well, Thank you, though. I appreciate you. Don't ask me about air fryers because I don't have one of those. (laughs) So off the bat, she's already not following the directions of the recipe. The recipe calls for crushed tomatoes. She says she likes whole tomatoes, so that's what they're using. Johnny's like, wow, that's really unlike you to deviate from the recipe. (laughs) Then it goes into a voiceover of him saying that he feels 50-50 at this point in the relationship. It's because, like we said before, she's saying things that just straight up are not true. He hasn't talked to her about her yet, but during this next week, he wants to focus on trying to do things together and see if that helps them develop more. So it goes back to them in the kitchen. They're prepping some vegetables and he asks her what activities she likes to do with someone or alone. And this was a weird conversation. (laughs) She says she likes to do chores at first and he kind of scrunches his face up like who likes to do chores? Bow. Mm
0: hmm she likes a tidy home
1: exactly then she says she likes to do quote-unquote bedtime activities (laughs) with her partner not by herself but then she says she has a quote-unquote happy chore for herself and it's something she hasn't shared with anyone but she likes the idea of something from a drawer coming into the picture one day and johnny's like are you bringing something from the drawer here and she's like well i didn't want to assume anything and he says well i wouldn't mind it
0: he does he seems like someone who would mind it
1: mr vanilla
0: yeah i was like i don't see him like pulling some sex toys out of the drawer but maybe it is you know vanilla just like the standard you know vibrator or something like that but if she whips out anything else he will have a problem with it.
1: <laughs> I don't know, because that surprises me every week. That's true. I didn't see this coming.
0: She's got some cards in her deck there.
1: <laughs> I guess so. But after that, there's a voiceover of, of her saying that Johnny has expressed that he likes women who are flirty, and that's not really her wheelhouse. She's doing it because she knows he makes him happy, and she hopes that it helps him to see that she's trying. So then we go back to them in the kitchen. He's got the kitchen towel and is, like, snapping it. Yeah. And so she orders him to go drink your Prosecco because you're causing trouble. (laughs) He started making up a dumb drinking game. And then they ended up playing Truth or Sip. So
0: Is this a real one? I've never heard of this one. Yeah. I guess so. It's kind
1: of like Never Have I Ever, like a take on it. Yeah, I guess so. So the whole point of the game is you ask a question and the person can either tell the truth or take a sip. So immediately she asks him, what's his decision going to be on decision day? <laughs> Smart. <laughs> and of course, he drinks a whole slew of champagne damn near. Mm-hmm. She, he flips it back on her. He says, you know, if decision day was tomorrow, what would you say? And she says she still wants to be married. He asks her why. And she says she knows that in her previous relationship, she's ended them all. So, going into this experiment, she said something was going to have to change about her. So, she decided she's not quitting. She's putting her all into it, and she will have no regrets no matter what happens. She says she feels like she's grown a lot being with Johnny and wants to explore it. So, she doesn't see any reason right now to say no.
0: Hmm. I don't know about this. I can see a lot of reasons to say no,
1: Exactly. (laughs) But if you said you weren't going to quit and weren't going to give up, then... If you want to be miserable, go for it.
0: All right. I just, I could see, you know, the can do, like, I'm going to do this, da, da 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 But when, like, someone is so obnoxiously fighting you on every single thing, like, why? Why would you want a lifetime
1: of that? And it's not even like, like, in the situation with Brett and Ryan, where he's, like, shielding her and just not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Johnny is just dissing you oil over yes. and over every day about how much you suck and how much he doesn't like you. Yes. <laughs> like how everything you do is wrong. Yeah. So I don't know. But he says he likes, you know, her attitude and approach towards it. And in ITM, he says, no on decision day would feel like a failure to him. He experienced a lot of highs and lows and fights with Bao, but they still have a long way to go. And then we go back to them with the champagne. They toast to yes on decision day. He gives her a little peck and says that he's trying. And she says, you know, I, I see that. I recognize that. And I appreciate it. <laughs> so that was their first segment. Okay. They got through making dinner.
0: <laughs> and they were very, very flirty and happy through making the dinner.
1: Right. Which is what happened last time. Yeah. So... Now it's the moment of truth. They're going to try this bolognese they've made. It did not look good to me at all (laughs) on the plate, but Johnny says it was good. They continue again with the truth and sip game throughout the dinner. He asks if she's 100% in the relationship and she says, absolutely. He immediately perks up and is like, how so? And she says she feels like she's doing absolutely everything she can. And he questions back, again, everything? And she says, yeah. And so this is when the fight starts. He goes on to complain that if her 100% is 100%, he's putting in 150%. It's bullshit. (laughs) He says, I'm planning dates, I'm flirting, I'm giving us opportunities to be flirting, date night, gifts, all that stuff. This is when Bao expresses that she feels like he's not giving her credit for trying. So then it escalates to the next level. He gets a little bit more aggressive and he says, when have you been trying in this relationship? She says, everything I do every day is me trying. She's like, I take care of you. She's like, I don't make the grand gesture like you, but I take care of the day-to-day basics. And then he gets on the defensive and is saying, he's like, you don't think I can do that? I'm capable of doing things for myself. I don't need you to do all that little stuff for me. That's not the point. Oh my god. (laughs) And again, that's kind of what she says she says she's not trying to say that she's saying that it shows that she cares that although she doesn't have to tidy up all the clothes tidy up all the things all the time or fold his clothes or make his meals she does it because she's consistently thinking about him and consistently doing things in the relationship and then he's like no you're not consistent at all again she goes back to saying you don't appreciate what i'm doing And okay, if you need me to make a grand gesture, then I'll try doing that. He doesn't need a gesture per se. He just needs everyday effort. (laughs) And then he starts giving these weird examples. Like he says, why don't you poke me in the morning and say, let's go on a run. Because I had fun the last time we did that together. Or if you want to do yoga, invite me to yoga. He says that he wants a wife that takes initiative. And she says, okay, realistically, how much time do you think we have to spend together (laughs) to be doing all this shit?
0: Valid, valid point.
1: But he counters with, she busies up her free time with activities she's doing by herself without him. He wants to actually do things with his wife. He again argues that she needs to initiate with him more and she says she can do that. But she's still upset with the fact that he's not giving her credit for what she's already been doing. And this is when... I don't even know what to call his alter ego. (laughs) He's sitting at the table. He's getting mad. We can see the vein popping out in his Mm -hmm. forehead. He's turning red. He ends up just darting up from the table and going into another room. And, you know, it's so bad that we have the producers trying to interview Bao and you can hear him screaming in the background.
0: Yeah. Did you see how she just like recoiled like Mm -hmm. shit, like scared?
1: I mean, wouldn't you be like in this room like freaking out? Cussing up a storm. Yeah. So she's standing in the kitchen and he comes back in the frame and she asks him what's wrong. And he's crying and saying that he doesn't want to have disagreements like this because he thinks they're not compatible. And she says, basically, they're still trying to figure each other out and understand one another. He wonders why they're so different and how they can approach things. And she says, she's not against him. It's not me against you. We're married. We're supposed to be figuring this out together. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: She says she's literally literally still there. I'm holding your arm. I'm not going anywhere. And of course, he says he needs to think about things a little bit and needs some space. And you see him walk out the front door. Mm -hmm. And she says, okay, well, I guess that means I have to be the strong one. Because if he's going to break down and cry every time we have an argument... (laughs) somebody's got to be, have the big boy pants on. So yep. I guess it's going to be me. So then we move on to their next scene. It's the next day. We found out that, well, we confirmed that Johnny didn't stay at the apartment again that night. After the argument, they do a cut to Johnny where he's laying in bed and looking like he just woke up. <laughs> and he's saying that the argument felt like a good time for them to be apart so they don't continue to argue with each other. Bao says that him saying that her 100% is his 150, but it seems to her that she's always putting in more effort than he is, and she's still there, she's still in it, she's trying. That shows she's still in it, Mm -hmm. but he's always running. Johnny says they're not in a good place right now, he's supposed to bring her to a family barbecue for his uncle's birthday, And they cut to a little scene um, when they were making dinner the day before where he was asking her if she was excited about going. And she, you know, of course is. And she's like, oh, man, I forgot I'm supposed to be memorizing everybody's name in Mandarin, which is, you know, an effort. Yeah. To make your family feel comfortable and, you know, to present herself well as your wife. But they go back to the interview with her and she says that she feels like she has to put on a smile for the rest of the day to see his family. And she just needs to, you know, focus on practicing the names and they'll get through it.
0: Which is accurate. You know, like if, you know, it's very, very rare. But if I'm ever mad at my husband and I have to go show face in front of other people, maybe his friends or his family or whatever, I'm not going to put all our business out there. But Johnny has no problem putting in, putting all the business out. Because in the end, like say they stay together. Now all his family has a bad taste of Bao because he's already like, oh, blah, 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 blah. So you're already setting your wife up for failure. They already have this, you know, view of her because you did this, Mm -hmm. you know? And so Bao had the right, that's the mentality you go and you keep your business, you know, to yourselves and you can tell your best friend or whatever, but your family and your family function, that's some bullshit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, not, mixed company is not the best time to be Mm -mm. bringing this up. Yeah. So the next scene we see of them, they're at the crawfish boil for Uncle Frank. Yay. Yay. Everybody's out by the pool. They got the big old trays of crawfish. Man, mm. it looked it look good. It did look good. It was probably all spicy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Bao need to talk about things. Oh,
0: that maybe he didn't want to bring her because they have things.
1: Yeah, he's, he was saying that to... Right, he was saying that today is about celebrating and being with people he loves and care about. And, you know, they show a little montage of his family and they're cutting the cake and all that. They make fun of him for wearing uh, all white <laughs> to a crawfish boil, which I thought was funny. It does. It does make sense. He says that he always wanted to bring his wife to family functions like this, but when someone asks where Bao is, they cut to her doing a self-shoot where she's saying that he called her that morning and told her that he didn't want her to go to the barbecue after all. She says he, this clearly shows that he does not want to be in a marriage because this is not what you do as husband and wife. You suck it up, go to the barbecue and save face. Mm-hmm. And as a wife, she's pissed. They go back to the backyard barbecue. And Johnny is expi- is explaining that him and Bao need to work on things a bit more before he brings her around the family. And again, He's talking to a whole table full of people and he's got that baby ear of corn and he's picking at it like he (laughs) picked at those rose petals, like he picked at that (laughs) bolognese sauce. He has to channel that anger somewhere. But he says he wants her to put more effort into building romance and into building relationships. I was going to say,
0: what a missed opportunity this is. You know, if he saw his wife talking with his aunt or his you know cousins and looking happy and you know that could have jazzed him up like oh my gosh this is what i dreamed of look how awesome she fits into this family you know that's a missed opportunity Mm -hmm. for him you know i know he wants the romance and this that and the other but he could build on that by seeing this other side of her and it's just, he's, he's so dumb. He is so dumb for not letting her come.
1: Yeah. It Mm-mm. wasn't a good look at all, but like we were saying, he's trying to, again, build romance, build a relationship. And his aunt asks, well, you know, what does Bao say about it? And he says, well, that's our whole argument. She feels like she's doing all this stuff and she's <laughs> not clearly. She wants credit for things like washing his laundry or making sure the groceries are done. And his aunt says, well, yeah, that's thoughtful of her. She's thinking about you yeah, taking you into consideration.
0: All his family was like team bow.
1: <laughs> he says, yeah, it's thoughtful, but that's not building romance for me. I want high school romance. And then his uncle's like, fool, you ain't in high school no more. You're 35 years old. Get it together. Because
0: high school romances <laughs> turned out so good. <laughs> Ter- trash.
1: <laughs> Pure <Yeah>.
0: toxic
1: <laughs> energy (laughs)
0: because
1: you're young and stupid and don't know anything about anything
0: it's just a weird weird thing to say like everybody in that on that table was like what
1: (laughs) but that's johnny though he wants to be chased around Mm -hmm. and like He wants somebody to be, like, all on his jock, like, 24-7. And Val's like, bitch, I got a job. I don't have time for that right now. For real. Man. After that, his aunt says that they're never going to see eye to eye on everything, but you just have to sit back and look at the other person's perspective sometimes. And Johnny basically says at this point, he's not even interested anymore if things aren't going to change. Haven't we heard that before? His cousin reminds him that she's also trying to change herself so that's gonna take time too if she's used to doing things a certain way and now trying to change you know it's gotta allow time for adjustment
0: she's doing all the changing like she's he's not doing any changing
1: whatsoever she, exactly she, yes exactly. all he's doing is she's trying to trying to
0: evolve into his mold of what a good wife is a stepford wife right and, uh, and, you know, but she, she's Bao. She don't fit in no mold. Right? <laughs> and no. he's just a
1: moron. <laughs> so then around the table, they're asking, you know, what do you think she's doing since she's not here? And he says, uh, she's probably in the bed texting. So then they go to, uh, like, the security shot of Bao at the apartment. And she's been meal prepping for three hours. So they have food to eat for the next week. Will it be appreciated? No. She says this is the kind of stuff that she does that he's saying is baseline for her or for him. That is minimal effort, according to him. She's a director at a cancer institute. She's not going to be just <laughs> sitting around doing nothing and yes. have all this free time. She's carving out time to do mm-hmm. this stuff and he doesn't even care. She says she doesn't understand where Johnny's head is at, but it's not in the marriage for sure. We go back to the barbecue and now Johnny is sitting by the little manicured man-made like lake with his Aunt Allison. And she asks how it's going so far. He says, mm, it's not what I expected. And she said, well, you shouldn't have had expectations. <laughs> because when you have expectations, they don't get met. And this is like a
0: good rule of thumb for everything. Movies, like books, don't go in with expectations. You're going to get hurt every time especially a marriage fool yep
1: yep she says if you come into a relationship without expectations you could come away better he says well i have very high expectations for the person i want to be married to and she's not meeting any of those at all right now he doesn't like the way that she thinks he doesn't like the way that she communicates his aunt she asks him well Do you feel that way because you had a different expectation and he says he wants to be somebody who is compatible with him and so far the more he learns about Bao the less he likes her. That's harsh.
0: It is and it only gets worse.
1: So they cut back to her in the apartment she's still in the kitchen cooking something else and now she said that she came into marriage to feel loved and appreciated and cared about but right now this is shit. Her husband is negative (laughs) and critical. And, you know, they could have had a perfectly fine marriage if he would just stop doing that. She basically doesn't know what to do. So then we go back to the barbecue. Aunt Allison is saying that there must have been something because, you know, they saw a twinkle in their eyes on the wedding day. And Johnny says, yeah, the first day was perfect. She goes on to explain that, like, that, you know, yes, romance is... You know, exciting and of course you want that, but it's not gonna be like that every single day. Every day can't be a fairy tale. Yeah. But he says he needs it. He needs it all. And he's been single this long because he's not willing to settle for less. He cannot see Bao as his wife. He's
0: gonna be single for a long
1: time. I mean, unless he finds some psycho. And then it's gonna it's <laughs> gonna be too far over the other edge. It's gonna be like you're too clingy. you won't leave me alone. Da, da, da his type he wants it weirdo yeah i don't get it they're having a facetime call with pastor cal they're having the facetime with pastor cal and apparently it's so important that pastor cal is recording it from a car he had to like (laughs) stop what he was doing at that moment (laughs) and take their call but he comments that johnny looks sad and you know what's your problem why what's making you feel that way and of course Johnny and I'm sure production and the edit make it super dramatic where he just like can't spit it out. And they're playing this dramatic music and all this stuff.
0: (laughs) When in real life, it's just probably super awkward silence.
1: (laughs) And probably half as long.
0: Yeah. (laughs) They went through a
1: commercial, came back. He was still just like (sighs) and sighing. (laughs) They like drug it out. But, you know, even Pastor Cal and Bao have to be like, what's going on? What do you have to say? You have to say something. Yeah. Speak up.
0: And <laughs> I ate it up, though. I liked it.
1: <laughs> eventually, Johnny says that he feels sad because he feels like he's married to someone that's not right for him. So Pastor is like, okay, tell me more. Johnny says that the reason he didn't want her to go to the barbecue with his family is because he didn't want his family to get attached to her or her to get attached to his family because he doesn't even like her another blow because you can see bow gives him a look of shock like damn you really just said that Mm -hmm. (laughs) so pastor Cal asks johnny why he doesn't like her and he says because she's not genuine and she's like what part of me isn't genuine i need to know this as a wife and he says basically she presents different versions of herself depending on whoever's there at the time And that sometimes she says things that he doesn't think are true. She asks for examples, and he goes back to this damn gourmet meals thing where at the couple's dinner, she's saying she's cooking gourmet meals for him, and he's not. And she's like, I did cook gourmet meal. And he said, no, we, you and I, both cooked it together. And she's like, okay, we cooked it together. That was the one time I had available to cook. And then this is when he, again, the rage is building. That vein starts popping out. <laughs> He's blush red again. And he says, you're consistently giving me excuses on what, on why you haven't done certain things. I'm literally asking you to do things like anything. And she says, she basically feels like she has to like make him a list. For him to recognize, you know, what she has been doing. Mm -hmm. Both her and Pastor Cal kind of ask Johnny, is it true? Like, is there truth to what she's saying? Is she really doing all these things? And he's kind of looking off in the distance. Again, they go back to the, it's going back to the conversation about how she's trying to get credit for baseline minimal effort. Pastor Cal asks again, if she's doing things. And he says, We did them together. She didn't do them herself. So, this is when Pastor Cal is like, Okay, you're making, you're saying she's making excuses. You're making excuses too. You're trying to find a way to discredit your relationship. And at that point, he asks Johnny if he regrets for even signing up for this. And eventually, Johnny shakes his head no. So then. Pastor Kyle asks him, is there someone else you have some kind of affinity for outside of Bao? And then again, they start with the super dramatic music in the background. He has a smirk on his face. I don't know. Bao <laughs> says, "She, she's like, I never even thought about that. I would never assume there was anyone else. Cause, so I wouldn't even think to ask that question. Yeah. So... Again, Johnny is dead silent. He can't look at her. He can't look at the computer. He's got his head down. He's not saying anything. And Pastor Cow says that he's been in counseling long enough to know when someone's attention is elsewhere, and he can tell when someone's trying to sabotage a situation. And he point-blank point asks Johnny, is this what you're trying to do? Are you trying to ruin this? And that's when Johnny says there are points... In this experiment where he wished he was matched with literally anyone other than Bao. That's messed up. It's super messed up. He said literally anyone Anyone. (laughs) other than her. So then again, since he never answered, they're both still questioning him. Well, is there someone else on the side? And he says, no, there's not anybody else. But what he has in front of him, he doesn't want. He says he's comparing Bao to an ideal person that he expected to be married to. Pastor Cow says, well, duh, idiot, that's sabotage. You're not going to get perfect. Nobody's (laughs) perfect. You have to stop thinking about this expectation because it's unrealistic. That woman does not exist. Give her a funeral. Let her go. She ain't real, bruh. You know, they work to find somebody imperfectly perfect for him. He says the fact that Bao is even sitting through this and listening to this and taking it yep is saying a lot you know she's strong she's confident and she's not a quitter and that's what you need you know they he thinks that she could be an incredible wife to johnny but if you don't want her then she can't be and and, you know you're not going to find anybody better so (laughs) you should you know really take a look at what you have um at that point Bao is crying she looks so sad, and she's she's still trying to hold it in, but you can see she's, you know, wiping her little tears away. Yeah,
0: turning away. Mm-hmm.
1: Pastor Cal says, Johnny is just getting in his own head and getting in his own way. The ball is in his court, and he needs to figure out what the hell he wants. So at this point, Pastor Cal checks in on Bao to make sure she's okay. She doesn't answer, so obviously that means you're not okay. Right. And he asks, you know, what are you feeling right now? And she just You know, kind of keeps it simple and says, I just appreciate all the nice things that you had to say about me. And, you know, that's it. So her situation is so bad that her own husband doesn't compliment
0: her or give her positively on a regular basis. But this outsider saying that she's a strong person, like just basic kind of compliments, right? You're confident, you're strong, you know, she's not a quitter. Three little things. And this woman, this poor woman is crying. Because she hasn't heard a positive affirmation, you know what I mean, in a long yeah. time. <laughs> At least, you know, I don't know how many weeks are we going. We're on day 33, but It's just, I believe. Either way. Sad. That's sad. That should be a red flag there, Bao. I know there's so many flags <laughs> being thrown around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's, she's just looking past them. But the fact that you're crying. Yeah. Because you got a basic compliment because your husband is shit and treats is emotionally abusive.
1: And has been shitting on you.
0: Yes. It's so terrible.
1: So, yeah. Pastor Cal tells Johnny that he's going to have to push push through and find the beauty in her and really give it a shot. And he says, he says the words. And then, you know, Pastor Cal tells him, well, now tell her. So mm-hmm. they turn, face each other, they hold hands and he says he knows they're going through a hard time right now and he feels discouraged. Way to, way to start it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he wants to work on this and he wants to find the beauty that could be there in between them. He's going to commit and not run away. Mm-hmm. And he's going to try not to be negative anymore. He wants to appreciate what they have and focus on what could be. She says, thank you. I wrote, what a shit show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just, we've heard it already. Yeah. Broken yeah. record. Like he's he's going to go back on his word. He's not going to commit to this. He's going to keep running away and he's just keep on sabotaging this. It's just ugh, exhausting. And we're not even in this relationship. I know.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine doing this like every other day? Mm-mm. Like, no, uh, I'd be out. For real. Bye. Deuces. So we go to them in the next scene. They're getting ready for bed in the bathroom, not giggling and brushing their teeth together. (laughs) She says she wants to talk, but doesn't want to make him talk if he's not ready. And he says, no, it's cool. Let's chop it up. And he says there's a lot of things that have gone unresolved, and it stresses him out that they haven't talked about it. So hopefully, they can have a conversation about the issues and it not become an argument because that seems to be what happens with the two of them. Yeah. So he says there's been a buildup of tension and conflict, and that's not what he wants in a marriage. So they both get into bed and, you know, they start talking. Johnny asked where she is right now, and she says she's not happy. She, Johnny says that he wasn't ready to talk with Pastor Cal, and he wasn't ready for her to go to the family barbecue because the two of them needed to talk first, which I think is interesting. So this Pastor Cal call, was this scheduled? Was this on the fly? What was that about? If he wasn't ready to talk to him, why did they talk to him?
0: It was probably Bow sending a text saying, "This is some bullshit," yada yada yada, to some
1: producer and whatever, and they're like, "Let's bring in the expert." Call him from his car phone. Yeah,
0: yeah, and you know, and it, and and again, I call bullshit on Johnny. You know, if if he wanted to talk about it, they would have talked about it already.
1: But he didn't want them to continue to argue,
0: bitch. Sometimes you got to finish the fight. Yep. Period. It's almost like I didn't want to have this conversation with Pastor Cal because I didn't want to embarrass. Like it's too embarrassing. Like he wanted to resolve it without the camera. Mm
1: -hmm. I could see that. But but he goes on to say that. Oh, he says that when they were talking to Pastor Cal that day before, um, you know some of the things that he said were just raw emotions at the time, and he regrets saying some of the things he said. Bao says she understands that it was emotions during the phone time during the FaceTime call, but why is she being called a two-faced crazy person? She's like, I don't feel like I'm doing that at all. I feel like I'm 100% committed and going all in. I'm being honest. I'm being vulnerable, and you know his characterization of her is unfair and unkind, which. I mean, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes.
1: (laughs) She says that she's had to have a lot of patience through this experience and definitely has put up with way more than most women would have at this point. Like we said before, somebody's got to be the adult and she knows that, you know, at this point it's going to have to be her. She knows that marriage has ups and downs because she's seen it. Her parents have been married for 50 years and they've gone To hell him back, basically. But it's different to be experiencing it herself in her own marriage. Then they go back to them um, talking in bed. And Johnny says that they have two different recollections of the truth and what's going on. In his version, he's basically crying out for help. And he's trying to say what he needs and what he feels. And something's missing between them. And in her version... She's saying, I'm doing everything. I'm doing that. I'm doing what you're asking. So she's like, well, no, I never said that I'm doing everything that you say I'm not doing. She says that she's not initiating enough. She said that she would, and she's leaning into it. And now she feels like it's still not enough for him. He doesn't appreciate what she's doing. He says he does appreciate that she does the chores and the meal preps and thinks about him. But it's coming down basically to they both speak two totally different love languages. Mm -hmm. And instead of speaking the other person's love language, they're speaking the language they have to themselves. It's like, no, (laughs) you're supposed to do what I like, not what you like. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, um, Bao says, you know, again, we still don't know each other like that yet. They basically have a misunderstanding in reading each other's efforts and he's like okay well then what's the next step and she says she thinks they should talk more on a daily basis which is interesting to me they don't talk on a daily basis well I guess if he's not living there
0: well maybe do they mean like touch base on where they're at in the marriage I'm, I'm sure they catch up on what did you do at work today blah 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 you know what yeah. I mean but like deeper stuff I guess I don't know maybe. or maybe trying to get in, to know each other better yeah with more questions about you know past things I don't know
1: yeah he says um he asks her if she can commit to doing everyday things together and she says yes she's willing to even wake up earlier to go have coffee with him he says it's a relief to figure out the path forward and they have plenty of good things to build on she says she wants to plan a date for him um, but still she needs to know that he appreciates her efforts and he needs to focus on the positive to see if there's enough positives out there to point him on the path to falling in love and then of course Val makes it awkward by burping in his face and then they turn the lights off and go to bed <laughs> and that's Bow and Johnny,
0: just a mess. And next week looks even worse for them.
1: I don't even remember what was in the preview.
0: What was it? But I remember just being like, oh my again? god again. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't even remember, but I know it was bad.
1: <laughs> Yikes! Well,
0: yeah, I, I'm, I don't even, I'm speechless.
1: There was a lot. There was a lot, and he was so mean. <laughs>
0: He was so mean. And then after all of that, you know how quickly he was like, Oh, I'm I'm gonna not he didn't even apologize, one. He's just like, okay, I'm gonna recommit, I'm not going anywhere, blah blah blah. So one, he didn't apologize. And and two, it was so quick the change, like, how can she forget? He just said all that mean shit, you know, and then say,
1: Okay, let's keep going. That's just like Rachel, how in like two hours you totally flip the script. Mm-hmm
0: he did a half ass apology not even at least jose jose did a half ass apology there was the, there was the words i'm sorry
1: not about what i did but i'm sorry that you felt
0: y- yeah <laughs> at least exactly exactly and you know at least the word sorry was in there this fool didn't even apologize at all say lovey amen let's move on
1: <laughs> let's
0: Alright, let's do... This one's kind of another heavy topic with um, Brett and Ryan. Um, how about a lot going on, but not really? Does that sum it up?
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. In order for things to progress, you'd have to actually talk to each other.
0: Yeah. Um, look at each other. There was a, a little scene at the beginning with um, Brett doing a, like a self-camera kind of thing. Uh, showing all the flowers everyone sent. Everyone sent some condolence flowers for back. That was very sweet. Aww. It was so sweet.
1: R.I.P., my boy. Um,
0: good, good people. Uh, next scene, I'll talk about them separately. So Ryan and Zach are working out together, and then Brett is having some drinks with her friend. So starting off with Ryan and Zach, you know, they're working out, and of course, Zach's like, How's it going? He says he doesn't, and Ryan's like, I don't know. He's always saying this. I don't know.
1: I guess that he genuinely does not know.
0: <laughs> if you don't know,
1: fool. Figure it out.
0: Better ask somebody. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, he wanted this beautiful story with Brett, and it's just not happening. It's not working out. Um, Zach makes a really good point. He's like, Pastor Cal told him that you've already made this decision in your head. And you can't move past that, so you need to figure out you know if 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 this is what you really want, you have to you know turn the page and and look at this with fresh eyes and but beyond that decision you had already made in your head so he's like have you have you made that decision already, even though we're not even done with this process and Of course, he's like, "I don't think so." <laughs> Which he does. He's already made the decision.
1: You just don't want to admit it.
0: He doesn't want to admit it. He doesn't, you know, he, he, you know, I will say Ryan really wanted this, right? So he doesn't want to admit failure. He doesn't want to go back to dating. So, but once those words leave his mouth, then it's real, right? And so that's why he keeps saying, I don't know, I don't know. He said, Brett should know at this point. And exactly. like, You haven't asked her how she's feeling or what's going on? No. And then Zach says the obvious thing that we've all been saying. You should probably talk to Brett and see exactly where she's at. Imagine. Sound advice. Talk to your wife, Ryan. Uh, Brett is having drinks with her friend. Uh, I didn't catch her name. Did you catch her name? Deborah. Deb. Uh, No. (laughs) She tells uh, her friend that they, you know, watched their wedding video and for their an- one-month anniversary. It was really cute. Um, she thinks they both liked watching it for different reasons. It, and um, the friend asked, you know, did it you know, resonate with Ryan at all? And Brett's like, nah, you know, it's the real life is not what's on the video. So things are super different. Ryan seems really checked out at this point. Um, She's having a hard time because of this thing with Baxter and and looking back at at what, you know, how much opportunity they had and how much potential they had in this marriage, and it's just not there. She said she has doubts, but she got over that, and, and he has not gotten over any of those doubts. Uh, He's struggling. He's pulling away. And it makes her really sad because she really craves a relationship. She really wants this to work out, but she can't make him, you know, do anything. She doesn't think Ryan wants to have these hard conversations. Uh, Her friend says, you know, he's a stranger. So it's okay not knowing how to approach him, but you have to put in the effort. Brett says she hopes her hope is waning at this point everyone has a breaking point
1: true not good not sounding good Mm-mm. for the future like we said last week if nobody has hope then what the hell are we doing this for <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then this uh later scene where Ryan and Brett are are talking like she just looks fed up which i don't blame her i don't blame her at all she look cute too Um, But the next scene, Jose, Rachel, Brett, and Ryan go to this, like, ninja gym. Brett planned this outing. She, what an interesting combo. I didn't see, I don't see Jose and Ryan as buddy-buddy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Who was available?
0: Maybe so. Especially, like, when Ryan called him out on the golf course. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh, anyway, they're all together. Uh, Brett planned this. She wants to show him that she's trying. She wants them to move forward, and she hopes that he recognizes that. Eh, I don't know. Um, the first activity they do is they have to like run up this ramp and pull themselves up and on top of this thing. Uh, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't even do a pull-up.
1: <laughs> this date I looks mean, like, like hell to me. <laughs> i would never ever 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 want to do this ever
0: me neither me neither not at all um it just looked like i would hurt myself really right bad.
1: <laughs> even when ryan was doing it i was like oh girl get your nails yeah because that that's a different kind of pain
0: yes <laughs> definitely uh ryan makes it up super easy jose makes it up uh almost super easy yeah, he struggled just a tad. I was like,
1: he's not gonna let uh, Ryan show him up.
0: Yeah, uh, Rachel made it up, mm-hmm. and then, but then Brett, you know, gave up, uh, or did she make it? No, I can't remember. I thought she, yeah, she didn't, right? She she gave up. She she couldn't pull herself up. Um. So yeah, she just hangs there. Um. She says Ryan is in his element. He loves this, um, and he says that this is what he wants to do in relationships he wants to go and do um, you know crazy outings and and do things with his wife Uh, the next thing they do is the relay race of sorts they have to like jump over things and run through that foam pit and the guys have to do the um, ninja warrior scoot thing on the ceiling i can't even tell you
1: That's literally what I wrote. The guys have to scooch on a zipline thing. I don't know what that's
0: called. (laughs) (laughs) A scoop thing. Well, they all do the things. Uh, Rachel has a little tumble, but the girls win, so that's fun. And um, yeah, Brett says she hopes this helps in their marriage. If it doesn't, she's out of ideas. (laughs) She's tapping out.
1: (laughs) I can only do so much.
0: Oh, man. I, you know, I agree, you know, I appreciate her, you know, willingness to try, but I I get you, girl. That's,
1: there's a line, you know, you can't force him to talk, like she said, and that's what needs to be done. They need to have a conversation. And he's just like, not willing. We need actual words to be spoken. <laughs> yeah. Um. Ryan visits his
0: sister. Your favorite. Uh, I know. I don't. Yeah, you know, she was, she was okay here. Um, she wasn't, you know, like in the past, um, she was decent, I guess. Um, she said he's, it's a lot to be married to someone he's not accustomed to like a type he's not accustomed to. Right. There's a lot of confusion. He's very turned off by Brett's messy habits and he, they go into, is that the spare room or the bathroom or
1: both? I think that's the bathroom and the closet in the spare room. Okay.
0: There's a lot going on in there. Lots of piles of clothes and all that kind of stuff. Do you
1: think it was wrong for him to like sneak yeah, sneak tape it cuz he knew production was going to use it?
0: Yeah, I do think it was wrong. He might have, you know, it's well, you know what? But again, there was a breaking point, right? Mm-hmm. So it might have been the thing where like he asked her to clean it up or and it's still not done and he's just like fuck it i'm so pissed right now and he sounds upset you know he sound for ryan you know yeah. who doesn't have any inflection in his voice he sounded upset so i could see if this was an ongoing habit that has started from day one how oh, well shit you remember she had her wedding dress on the bathroom floor
1: and he said that yeah on the honeymoon it was kind of wild but he chalked it up to them living out of suitcases
0: yeah Um, but no this is her regular and see Uh, I know someone someone did say you know this could be um
1: depression mess a a depression
0: mess. but now that you
1: reminded me that this has been since the honeymoon I could I thought about depression mess because of what's going on with Baxter and their relationship Mm -hmm. being shit and all this stuff that maybe she could be in a little tizzy but yeah it's it's, it it's been the whole time
0: yeah she's definitely. just a slop sloppy um you know maybe it's not hopefully it's not dirty you know when like people leave food out and stuff yeah. like that it just looks messy yeah, she like she has
1: all her stuff everywhere
0: yeah yeah um which is interesting because you know when we saw her house it was all pristine and clean but it could be because you know people are coming over with cameras and i mean again
1: too they're just moving into these places you know it takes a minute for you to get your shit together Mm -hmm. when you move yeah so yeah i don't know i'm trying to give you a little bit grace
0: look at this closet (laughs) (laughs) i just moved here and it's still a mess and then he brings up her clothes have you know she she was washing clothes she leaves the clothes in the washing machine. It's like been in there for twenty four hours. He asks her if she's gonna put it in the dryer. He guarantees when he goes back, it's still gonna be in the washing machine. I hope they have
1: that freshness thing on their washing machine. I know, because that's, that's gonna i gonna have to wash them again because they're all nasty. Yeah, it's gonna be so gross.
0: The sister asks if a a, a Victoria's Secret model let her dirty dishes, uh, left her dirty dishes in the sink. What would you do? And he said, I would do those dishes with a smile. And then he said, no, but really, yes. Exactly. (laughs) Um, You know, he said it's, he hasn't told her anything or been open about anything. And that's another thing. So maybe he's internally mad, but hasn't even told her that the mess
1: bothers him. Mm -mm. That's what it sounds like. He hasn't said a word. He hasn't said one thing. That's why he had to take the sneak video. To get it out. Mm-hmm.
0: He says it could be because it, that's how he was raised, you know, at home. They didn't go into deep emotional conversation talk. And so that's why he struggles as an adult to have those deep conversations or tough conversations. He said he has upset her in the past and how he about like how he talks. And we've heard it, you know, his snarkiness. And that could be the upsetting portion of it. Um, so... He, he thinks maybe the mess stuff isn't worth bringing up because he doesn't want to upset her. Um, but then he's like, this could also be why I'm single still. Cause he doesn't say anything. <laughs> yes, Ryan, you've answered all of your questions. Oh man. The sister thinks that he hasn't transitioned to married life at all. Not at all whatsoever. She asked, what do you think they were matched on? and he said he just asked for a good person she is a good person she's competitive easy to talk to she openly communicates but she gets worked up over things which we've seen and you know her anxiety is pretty it's a lot and it's wearing on him but i guarantee he hasn't said anything that it's wearing on him or that's a lot for him to have on his shoulders he hasn't said that so how how? Yeah. How does she know? She doesn't.
1: Because you make jokes about it. Mm-hmm. You're not. Joking. Yeah, that's
0: not saying. Yeah. So I see it now, Igby. You're right. Okay. Thank you. Episode thirteen. I've recognized that you have been right all of this time. <laughs> <laughs> the sister said he's doing more damage than good, trying to guard her heart, which is true. Everybody said yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Next scene, we see uh, Ryan grooming Maisie. He, did you see he has like an industrial like dog hair dryer? Did you see that dryer? It's like a big thing on the yeah, it's like a big
1: thing on the counter. Oh. It looked like a hair, like a legit hair hair dryer for dogs. No, it's huge. But I guess if you have the dog that requires a lot of maintenance, easier than going to get her groomed all the time.
0: I don't know. I've groomed my dog a few times and it just looks terrible.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, groom as far as give her a bath. Not necessarily yeah, give her a haircut.
0: True. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Sandy. Um, poor thing. And she's she's scared of the hair dryer. <laughs>
1: Perfect.
0: <laughs> so, she just runs around like a wet dog with a bad haircut. Um... So yeah, the first thing I I wrote down, why is Maisie yellow? Is Maisie yellow? <laughs> yes, she is. Um she's so yellow she matches Brett's shoes. <laughs> um Brett has had a tough week. Um Maisie ate her condolence flowers, jumped on the table and ate yellow flowers and that is why her fur is yellow.
1: That sucks. <laughs> and like, like wait a minute. Has the dog been on the table this whole time? Cause that's not cool Right. Either. I'm not a fan <laughs> of pets on counters and tables. Mm-mm, no, thank you.
0: Me neither. Nope. uh have you ever, have you ever seen somebody get like a real plate, even a even a, you know, paper plate? I can't stand this. But then like they eat and then give their leftovers to the dog and the dog licks it off the plate. I'm like, or like
1: before they put it in the dishwasher, they let the dog. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh no. No,
1: even if you were giving your dog like peanut butter or something like that like the dog needs its own spoon
0: yes that only the dog (laughs) yes and that's the dog peanut butter
1: yes (laughs) (laughs) yes completely
0: agree on that
1: one want to be like me using hand soap as dish soap you're not getting it clean (laughs) (laughs) and then eating from the dog spoon Oh no. Why would Dawn do that? I don't understand it. It was in the same packaging on the dishwashing soap <laughs> aisle. And it sure as hell oh says God. hand soap. And the directions on the back are like moisten hands, <laughs> apply, make to lather. It says nothing about it. washing it's just, dishes. It's
0: just, this is
1: still eating you up like a week later. I'm mad. <laughs> it's false advertising. And I've been ingesting antibacterial something that I'm not uh, supposed to be eating, probably. <laughs> i telling you. Anyway.
0: Watch out for the
1: I'm coming for you, Johnson & Johnson, whoever owns it on. What?
0: What? So he says he has to talk to Brett about his feelings. And he doesn't want to let her down. He still has uncertainty and doubt can't pretend um she brett asks you know are you open are you still open to this marriage and he says well nothing has really naturally happened and in the itm brett's like you need to spit it out spit it out i'm tired of this shit exactly
1: we all are girl
0: (laughs) and then i think he started this conversation about how um he can't sleep uh because he's been sleeping on the couch and he thinks that if he goes into the second bedroom, then that would hurt her more. So that's why he's been sleeping on the couch.
1: Yeah, I thought he was but trying to get an out to go back home.
0: That's what I thought at first. But then I'm like, they haven't really had an argument for him to be sleeping on the couch. Mm-hmm. Even if y'all aren't feeling each other, we'll still sleep in that bed. There's nothing...
1: You know what I mean? Like, But he doesn't like her, so he doesn't want to sleep in the bed with her.
0: Yeah, but they get along still like it just doesn't like make sense to me like there hasn't been yeah maybe just not again not lead her on um i okay i get that but still i was just like what but like towards the end of this conversation where he's trying to say something he goes the other way and brings it back to well, I'm not going to be helpful to anybody if I don't get sleep, so I'm, you know, blah, 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 So he ends up going into the second bedroom to sleep there instead of the couch and Brett is over it. Her face says she's over it the entire time they're talking. Like, she's waiting for him to say the words that I'm not into you and he just doesn't say it. Um, She
1: feels like just do it and he doesn't and that's it with them yeah i mean yeah she says she wants it in black and white terms at this point like if you don't want to be with mm-hmm. me then say you don't want to be with me like yeah do it already and he just is still tiptoeing around it's ridiculous ridiculous yeah they're not gonna make it Mm-mm.
0: I, I had hopes for them who i i didn't have hope for but now i do
1: Gil and mirla they're doing well. They really are. But <laughs> you wouldn't know it from this first scene. <laughs> <laughs> so we open to them uh Gill is in the kitchen putting together I guess a smoothie for breakfast. That's what it looks like and then but she then she was eating out of a bowl so maybe it's a smoothie bowl. Mm-hmm. Something like that. There's peanut butter and there was frozen fruit and lactate or her almond milk. So she walks into the kitchen and she's saying, you know, she asked him if he can make one for her, but like her own one. (laughs) And he's (laughs) like, "Uh, you can make your own one. (laughs) And so then she continues to tell her, tell him like how she wants her bowl or smoothie to be. (laughs) And he's like, okay, well, when you make it, you make it that way. (laughs) So, I mean, he just... Got a little They're week. always
0: cutting up on each other
1: So he starts talking about How his lease is up in a couple of weeks And he's thinking he may not Need to renew it And Mirla of course like jokingly says You should probably renew that And he's like okay <laughs> whatever Blows her off and is like okay st- Apartment shopping is something that we need to do Before decision day And he says he got Prices for I guess Two apartments there at the latitude Where they are That's what I understood hmm That's what okay. I got,
0: too. And I was like, damn.
1: I know. So, Mirla says that having a husband who she can share her space with is something she always wanted for herself. They've been talking about their future and building a home together. They really have been talking about, like, everything. Like, this marriage is for life and for real. It's a dream come true and more. And this is not the first time she's said that. So,
0: she's feeling yeah. it. He is feeling it. And I think this is the first time, even though I've only seen last season and this season, this is the first time I've seen someone actually talk about apartment shopping before decision day. Yeah. Like they have already made their decision. Yeah. They are going to stay together. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've seen that. So I don't know, with your history of watching all the seasons, what do you think?
1: I think you're right. Because in my head, I don't think I recall anybody else really. Talking seriously about their living situation after they get out of the shared apartment or before decision, especially live for only is, halfway.
0: Yeah, because three weeks is a short, short time. So he has to go and pack and all that stuff. So crazy, but he's
1: willing. So mm-hmm. they go back to the conversation about the apartment. Gil says that one is eleven hundred square feet and the other one is a thousand. Uh, but the smaller one is higher. She asked how high. And he says he doesn't know. Did, he, did they mean price or floor?
0: I thought price. Hmm. But then he goes into saying like he doesn't like high rises. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what made me think maybe they're talking about the floor. Because why would a smaller apartment cost more? They should all. And yeah. that kind of complex, they should all have the same kind of amenities, really. And yeah, furnishing. Yeah, you're, you're right. So I don't know. Yeah. So, she says that, well, no, he says that he, like you were saying, doesn't like mid-rise or high-rise apartments. He hates the elevator. He doesn't like the parking garage situation. He does not care about a doorman. He does not need no (laughs) bougie-ass concierge. He doesn't need any of that. So, he's like, well, what do you want in an apartment? And she's like, I want a new one, a new apartment. (laughs) He goes on to say that she's a person that always wants everything new. She always has to have the latest and greatest everything. And then that's when they go into her talking about how she wants a new phone. That she's already had her phone for two years. So she needs an upgrade. You know, that new iPhone just dropped. She's trying to get it. Mm -hmm. And Gil is kind of like, what's wrong with the phone you have now? Can you call on it? Can you text? And she says, well, there's a new one out. And I want that one. (laughs) And they go to Gil in an ITM and he says that he worries that she might get rid of him when he's not new to her anymore.
0: Okay. Do you think this is a valid concern of his or do you think this is just something they, you know, producers kind of made him say?
1: Um, it could be a valid worry in him wondering if she'd get bored of him, but Mm -hmm. maybe just the turn of phrase and all that is a little producer driven.
0: Yeah, maybe. She just seems so enthralled with him. You know, she's enamored, and it seems like she's, you know, really in it. So, and that she takes it seriously. Yeah.
1: But we go back to them, still in the conversation, and he's like, okay, this new phone stuff is stupid. Like, what's the difference? What's, why do you need the new one? And of course, she says the camera is better on the new phone. Because, you know, all (laughs) she does is take selfies all day. um, and IG posts, and what are those things? Boomerangs, TikToks, all that. <laughs> yeah. So the next scene we have of them, Mirla is in bed taking a phone, a FaceTime phone call from her friend Alicia. And of course, the first thing she says is not, hey, friend, what's up? She's <laughs> like, what the hell's wrong with your eyelashes? Why are they messed up? <laughs> what a good friend we have in Mirla. So Alicia asks them if they're in the new place and. Mirla says, yes, that it's so pretty. And her friend asks her what it's like living with a frugal person. And she says, it's it's fine because he's frugal in all the right areas. And in the other areas, he just doesn't care. And that, you know, still not one bit of his being frugal makes her want to change anything about what she's doing. She's going to continue on her bougie ways. Then she says that Gil went apartment shopping for them yesterday and Alicia seems surprised and she's like oh wow you trust him enough to do that for you you both and she's like yeah because he knows how I am if it's not right I'm gonna bitch so he's gonna make sure it's right (laughs) he knows what's up so he knows that she wants to stay somewhere super nice and the places he looked at are next level there's a state-of-the-art gym that has those tonal workout mirrors and probably like Pelotons Mm -hmm. and shit and they have a acre of amenity space with a giant pool, barbecue area, play area, a movie theater. And Alicia's like, "Damn, girl, you love to spend money, huh?" <laughs> she's like, "Don't turn your husband into bougie now." And she's like, "I already secretly think he is bougie because he picked these places out. I didn't tell him anything." Yeah. He just knows my mm-hmm. standards.
0: Uh, Which is funny because her, her apartment didn't look too
1: bougie. It didn't. It just had a good closet for an apartment. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't what I, I expected.
0: Yeah. Uh, kind of tacky with those
1: bottles. Those sh- bottles. <laughs> her want- and they're not even real Vuv Clico glasses. They're some off-brand. I looked it up.
0: I don't even know what you're saying, but I trust you.
1: Expensive champagne, that like like ninety dollars champagne, but the bottle she had looked like the ninety dollars bottle of champagne, but it was like fifteen ten dollars. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, so. Oh, this is when. The call gets interrupted by hype. He's drooling and there's like the big old nasty slobber (laughs) that like falls on the floor and she's like grossed out. And she said, this is exactly why I did not want a dog. I'm not a dog person. (laughs) She's like, oh, I'm gonna have to go wipe his face and wipe the floor. (laughs) Then she continues on the FaceTime and Alicia asks about Gil being bald. (laughs) And Mirla said she knew if she focused on the negative, And the things that she didn't get in a partner, she would go down a rabbit hole, basically. But instead, she's focused on positive, and she knows he has a lot of good in him. And now that she's getting to know him more and more every day, um, you know, things are better than she could have imagined. And that also, he's so patient. She didn't know if she stressed patience or knew that she needed so much patience, but he's had it. (laughs) And, you know, they haven't had any real disagreements or arguments but alicia asked her you know how would they deal with that if that were to happen and she's like i think we can just communicate with each other simple as that she uh alicia asks if she if Mirla notices anything about Gil when he isn't happy and she's like not really just when he's really tired or exhausted he gets kind of quiet but that's rare the only thing is that he is very social and she is not. (laughs) She gives an example where his friend just bought a new house and invited them over. And, you know, she's thinking they're going to meet up friends. Okay, we're going to meet up at a bar or restaurant. And he's like, why would we go to a bar or restaurant when my friend just bought this brand new house so that we can see? And she's like, "Yeah, we already saw with the group barbecue at, Jose's house. (laughs) She is not about that life. She does not want to Mm go to someone else's space.
0: But she like sprawled out on his bed for someone not comfortable at his house. (laughs) I will say um, Mirla is one of the only ones who came in with the perfect attitude to this experiment. You know, not focusing on the negative, being upfront about what she likes and doesn't like um but also being open to what the partner brings into the relationship i think she's probably one or if not the only one who's come in with a good
1: good sense of what this is actually about actually doing it because they're all of course saying it but nobody's actually doing yes it. yes so yeah yeah i can definitely give her that uh this is when Alicia reminds her that it's not the MiraLa show. She needs to be nice to his <laughs> friends so they can get to know a little bit more about her, so she doesn't come off as a bitch. And she's like, "Well, I don't care if they think I'm a bitch." <laughs> and true, yeah. And her friend's like, "No, but for real, like this matters. You're not just a girlfriend anymore. You're a wife, so his friends need to kind of like you a little bit." Yeah. And she's like, "Well, I'm willing to say like hi, nice to meet you, or whatever." And Alicia's like, "Yeah." And think you're a bitch, and she just laughs it off. <laughs> I know she just doesn't laugh because, oh, uh, yeah, she truly does not care. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the next scene for them, we have Gil meeting with Christian. Hey, Christian, uh oh, another one. I mean, I'd be liking the homies, why not? Why not? <laughs> but I did not like his shorts, though, those were not cute. I didn't notice them. They're like po they were like ripped. And like the pocket was hanging out one of the holes. I'm like, that means the <laughs> hole is too high for a man. It's <laughs> like my shorts do that. I don't want your shorts to do. That. <laughs> but nonetheless, they're meeting up to have a little bite. They sit down and Christian asks, you know, of course, how's it going? And Gil says, Well, My lease is up in a few weeks and I didn't renew it. So that should tell you something. And Christian's like, oh, okay. Okay. He says, are there any flags of any colors being thrown during this first (laughs) month of marriage? I thought it was funny. (laughs) And Gil says, you know, of course, there's still the issue of her being bougie. um, But that's why he calls her princesa his little princess, because she's perfectly pampered and total stereotypical girly girl, but she makes good bank and she can afford it. So Mm -hmm. do your thing, girl. And he says the only thing that really gets to him is her attitude sometimes that, you know, if she doesn't get her way, then she pouts about it and has a tantrum. And The other thing that also bothers him is that she is dead set on not changing her lifestyle whatsoever in any kind of way. Gil thinks, you know, that's selfish. So, okay. I mean, nothing's changed. This is the same thing he's been saying since day one.
0: Yeah, but also she has changed. Like, she was so dead set on the dog, and you're about to get into that. You know, she was, you know, I I think it's just going to take time, and it's going to be things that it's going to be things that matter she'll change for, but things that don't matter like to him, like who who cares if she goes and gets her lashes done every week that does not affect him whatsoever. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think on the things that need to change or, or, or I think he probably has this fear that she's going to, like if they have children, she's going to be thinking about herself instead of mm. the children, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And I don't think she's that type of person. No. So this might just again be things he's hasn't voiced to her about particular things, yeah. you know, that he has
1: concerns about. I could see that. So then, of course, Christian has to ask the hard-hitting questions: Are y'all smashing <laughs> or not? And Gil says, "No, the chemistry is good. She shows him affection other kinds of ways, but they haven't consummated." Do you think they have? Do you think they've done everything but?
0: (laughs) I think they've had sex. I don't know why they wouldn't say it, but I think they have already. Because the way she's so... She's glowing. She is gaga for him. If you saw the preview, she was like, he's everything I asked for. And she's tearing up. But they make it sound like... And she says, but. It makes it sound like something dramatic. But I think it's not dramatic whatsoever. I think she's genuinely tearing up because she's happy yeah so the d must be good
1: (laughs) i think she's seen it but not experienced it
0: (laughs) (laughs) either way get it girl
1: (laughs) whatever they're doing they're doing at their own pace so cool yes and they're both happy so uh he says that you know he's in no rush but and he doesn't have any doubts either so it's just Mm -hmm. like whatever to him Mm -hmm. Christian is surprised again like Alicia, mirrorless friend that they haven't had any disagreements or any arguments so far and Gil says yeah the only disagreement they had was hype because she's not a dog person and then you know it goes he goes into saying how unwilling she was to walk hype while Gil was at work on a 24 hour shift like he would still be keeping on his dog walker because she was absolutely not going to do it period and then Mm -hmm. fast forward we get a little montage of the cutest couple this episode mirla and (laughs) hi it's so cute it just warmed my heart you know she's talking to him before she wouldn't even (laughs) acknowledge him she's feeding him her food and taking him out for walks and Mm -hmm. you know they're buds now yep so It's to the point that Gil says that Mirla wants her own dog. (laughs) I think that's so funny. Like total, what were they saying? Like total 180. Total 180. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so that's where Mirla and Gil are. I mean, no drama. Mm -mm, No drama. They still cute. I hope they make it. I think
0: they will. They seem to think they will. Which is. Yeah, which is really funny because um, I think... A while back, and I know this, maybe this is part of your conspiracy theory thing you were talking about last episode. But a while back, remember, um it was on Reddit or Facebook, uh, one of the Facebook groups or something where someone said they ran into Willie, mm-hmm. Gil's friend, mm-hmm. and asked if they made it or not. And, and Willie was like, oh, from day one, that was horrible. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But here we are, and they look happy as clams. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hope nothing goes wrong because this is the couple that's going to make it, right?
1: Yeah, because nobody else. And all is.
0: these other people, yeah, <laughs>
1: I have no and hope they for do, any they of should the not people.
0: Be. <laughs> yeah, pull
1: Eric and Virginia and divorce like a month after decision day, six months down the line
0: after they after they get paid for a couple's
1: camp. right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Get them chips. No,
0: I want them to make it. I'm rooting for them.
1: I want. Two years down the line for us to be saying, Oh, remember se- season 13? Well, Now we're having baby. <laughs> Congratulations, Nero and Gil. And they have a little cute brown baby.
0: Oh, it would be wonderful. That would be cute. All right. Next couple. Let's go keep it on with the, the happy, happy theme here. Zach and Michaela look like they're doing well this episode. Uh, it <laughs> starts off with them signing It starts off with uh, signing a waiver because they're going to play bubble ball. Would you do this? No. no, I would do this but not with my husband.
1: <laughs> I would be knocked to the ground because he's so tall. <laughs> I'm not doing anything that I have to sign a waiver. Nope.
0: Maybe my sister. I can do that with my sister. I think we'd have a good
1: time. She beat the hell out of you. <laughs> Maybe
0: so, but it would still be really fun. Hey, I'm small, but I'm feisty. I could do so. But it would go
1: back to old school. Y'all are gonna start remembering like 1996, and then like I know <laughs> wailing on each she other. Still,
0: she has a scar over her eyebrow from I supposedly tripped her playing volleyball, and she fell on the curb and like busted her head head open. to this day, she thinks I tripped her. I was not even close to her feet, but she
1: thinks I tripped her. And one day you're gonna pay, and it's gonna be a bubble ball. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's gonna be a bubble ball. But so they're they're playing around. They look like they're having a good time. Um, this is they they're considering this as their their workout together. Um, they at one point do a little bet. Whoever loses in their little bubble match has to do a dance move, and of course. Zach knocks her down, and she has to do a Dougie.
1: Which is stupid. Why would you pick a dance that's all shoulders and arms when you can't move your shoulders and arms? <laughs> I don't know. It's probably
0: the first thing he thought of and couldn't think of anything else.
1: You can't do the Douglas with no arms.
0: <laughs> but They're having a good time. Um, and so they're giggling and laughing, and then out of nowhere, she has like this serious face- When did you feel happiest in our marriage? It's like, where does, what the hell? Where did this come from? (laughs) Yeah, it was just, it was very uh, abrupt. Like a real abrupt. Yeah, that's the perfect word. It was really abrupt. Um, She says her happiest day in their marriage was the day they moved in, uh, move in day. So when he came in and surprised her with the flowers at her apartment, and she said that was like the best day. And he says when he danced in front of her with his friends at the wedding and she started crying.
1: I want to know what song it was too. Because of course they had to put in the episode, they showed a clip, but they have to put the royalty free music. So I wonder what song it was. Maybe that played a part in it. (laughs) But I mean, (laughs) even then it's like you're a stranger. Like this doesn't have any meaning really. (laughs) It's just a song.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't see why that would bring her to tears,
1: but maybe it was single ladies
0: maybe so. That would be <laughs> <laughs> and then he really funny. <laughs> um he points out that they cannot recreate those moments. Um so what are they going to do? And she's like, "You can buy me a house." <laughs> nope. He says, you can he says, "You can buy me a house." Nope. Which is interesting because if they're married like well just like the Mira Gill thing, right? Mm-hmm. They're talking about moving in together. So have they not addressed moving in together? Even though decision day is only a few weeks away. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Yeah. That's basically the end of the scene. She hopes that their marriage, you know, just keeps getting better and better because they're on a really good path right now. Um, The next scene I have is when Michaela has lunch with her sister They haven't seen each other in a while, um, I guess, because the marriage has been keeping her busy. When
1: You got to film 600 hours a week.
0: Right. Um, You know, she asked how it's going. Um, Michaela says, you know, it's been good. She said marriage is a challenge. She says that, you know, at first it's sunshine and butterflies. But then they hit a low and it was just hard to kind of grow from that. But they are. You know, she learned from that um and you know she's recognized that when he's going through things when he has a moment she has to just give him some grace um give him some time and then talk about it later and he does talk about it later so i think that's a really great step in their relationship that she has learned that so that she's not exploding one and he's not retreating too. you know and crying poor zach's crying all the time um <laughs>
1: all these guys are so hyper emotional i'm like Damn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, So No, it's all right. I agree. Um, Yeah, so
0: they just talk about their problems later when they're both in a calm state, right? She says marriage is like a Rubik's Cube. Um, She said that, you know, Zach is finally also learning how to... (laughs) Igby is, is doing the Rubik's Cube motion. I can never solve a Rubik's Cube. Even when I was trying to cheat, like doing it... With, like, YouTube, mm-hmm. can't figure it out. I'm dumb. Um, so she says, Zach also had learned how to talk to her. You know, at first, he's really trying not to like hurt her feelings, he's being super gentle, kind of aloof, dancing around the issues. And now he's just blunt. He's like, You did this, and that bothered me, and let's talk about it. And, you know, so now that he knows how to talk to her. And she knows how to approach him with these arguments. They're good. They're 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 having a they're in love. Um, and the sister looks very taken aback by this. Um, but right after she's like, okay, so when are you having babies? And then <laughs> Michaela looks genuinely like what? And uh, she's like, that's a big jump. And the sister's like, well, you're the one who got married at first
1: sight, so <laughs> babies at second sight. That's a good-
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's a good point. Um, The sister points out that, you know, Michaela used to bottle up her feelings and just explode. And and now she has seen that in the short few weeks she has matured. She's more vulnerable. She's more expressive. And she really didn't know she was capable of all of that. Um, Oh, it's at this point she asks if, you know, she likes him and Michaela says she loves him. Um, She's learning to be better. Her brain has grown like the Grinch's
1: heart. (laughs) Not your brain growing, girl.
0: (laughs) Her emotional intelligence is growing.
1: That's what someone with a brain would say. There you
0: go. Um, So that's the end of that scene. Uh, next little little um, scene they had was, did you see them unwrap the the broomba and how excited mm-hmm. she was? <laughs> that was really cute. Um, after that, we cut to them um, hanging their vows. Uh, maybe they had a hard time with this because they were all hang- they were hanging wrong. <laughs> They're like hanging by a corner, um, but it was probably just a joke because. You know, She's a realtor.
1: She probably knows how to stage a home. I mean, they had a level and everything. They had a whole toolbox. Yeah. yeah I think she's just around. joking around. Um,
0: Zach says he wanted to get married at first sight because he wanted some, you know, this. You know, just someone to chill with, to hang out, drink. And and then they start scrapbooking, which I think is an interesting is activity so for like, like, wow.
1: We just... D- did not think to do this on our own this is 100 percent production <laughs> well
0: i was wondering you know how we didn't get to see the expert gifts mm. so the there's the vows mm-hmm. but do you think like they also
1: sent like the pictures Activity. and the scrapbook stuff
0: yeah that could be it
1: that's true because
0: it's kind of out, it's kind of out of nowhere yeah that...
1: it's like we need five more minutes of episode
0: a... <laughs> i haven't heard and of anybody's scrapbooking in years. Like, I didn't know people still did that.
1: That's true, because everything's but. digital now. Mm-hmm. Damn, we all... You'd have to like. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Nobody uses their cricket uh, for that anymore.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. Hmm. Um, Zach asks, when you see these pictures, what do you think? And she says, I think about the memories. And she points to one, she's like, look, look at this big hug, and how comfortable she is with him, and He says, uh, oh, yeah, and they're just, you know, reminiscing, right, with all these pictures. She says his page is better than her page. Her her scrapbooking pages are boring. Uh, She says he's a hater. And that she's going to add two poems to her page. And then they go on to this thing where they, like, make their name a poem. So they each, you know, say a little something. I'm not going to go recite it. Because Thank you. I don't want to. <laughs> this is so her poem is really sweet. And his was like funny and thoughtful. Or, or that's what she thought. And, um, you know, he expressed on how much, you know, he loved her poem. That Her poem was better than his. And she said, oh, your poem is better than mine. And, uh, you know, it's just a little love fest. And... You know, he talks, he says something where he's like talking about their future and it cuts to, to Michaela. And she's like, you know what? That's the first time he's ever talked about us in a forever type of way. And it just melts her heart.
1: Aww, yeah. Oh, we'll see Cut what to happens next, week next where he's like, I oh, don't know. I don't know. Why, know, why I, is he crying again? What on so earth bad. could have- <laughs> Like he's bawling. Like-
0: I know. What on earth could have happened now? Come on.
1: I don't know. He's so fragile. Little little Zachary. <laughs> he's like a little wooden shed in the middle of Hurricane Michaela. And he's just trying to stay standing. <laughs> don't blow me down. And these two.
0: Well, I'm glad for the moment they had a good moment. They had a good episode. Yes.
1: All they needed was some wine. See? Now it's fine.
0: <laughs> wine and sweatpants and a DIY. Oh, yeah. There you go.
1: <laughs> All right. We want to go to our last lovelies.
0: Yes. Last couple. Rachel and Jose.
1: Rose. <laughs> we opened a Jose saying they weren't in a good place last week. And then we get the flashback of. Rachel saying, you know, she didn't feel like she got an apology. And Jose then says, what he's learned through the process is that marriage is a lot of work. He's willing to do anything to make it work because this is exactly what he asked for in a woman and in a marriage. So we cut back to them cooking in the kitchen. And you can see in the background that he's hung up his flashcards on the fridge as a daily reminder (laughs) to both of them how terrible he is.
0: Right? Uh, how could you see that every day? Like Control your anger. I don't control your aggression. Right? Remember he had like real fiery words. Uh, don't lock your wife out of your apartment ever, ever, ever. Like I would not want to see that no. every day because
1: I'd just be pissed. Like, can you put these in your closet <laughs> or somewhere where you can see them every day? I don't need to be reminded of this situation. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, they're posted up on the fridge. Uh, Rachel's at the stove saying she doesn't like cooking because she's impatient. She'd rather just buy frozen stuff that you can just microwave. She probably lives in Trader Joe's. I wouldn't be surprised. They have the best (laughs) frozen selection around. Lots of variety. Uh, But he's saying like, you just like microwave your eggs and stuff. And she's like well yeah like i don't like it but i'm also not gonna wake up 30 <laughs> minutes earlier just to make eggs on the stove when i can put it in the microwave for 30 seconds and of course he like shoots her a face like that's the dumbest shit i've ever heard yeah um but it turns out they finished making breakfast um they had some chilequillas and black beans avocado it was looking pretty good it looked good it looked good so she's finally plating the food and she's like god we finally finished and he's like it didn't take that long she's like it felt like it took forever (laughs) so this could be a point of contention where's my woman where's my dinner woman
0: I know didn't he say he cooks all the time let him cook
1: have surf and turf every night (laughs) because that is what I feel like he cooks like he just eats steak every day (laughs) yeah that seems simple but He said that in a voiceover, she was saying that four weeks ago, she didn't know a man like Jose could exist. There's definitely been some issues, but she feels 1000% better. I don't know how, but okay, if you say so. She felt like she has voiced her thoughts and he's listening. Again, I don't know where you Mm -hmm. got that from, but okay. She says she feels good about their future Uh, because they were able to get past the fight. Uh, We cut back to them eating in the kitchen, and they're talking about how they've had lots of firsts with each other. And Jose asks, what's another first she's excited about to experience with him? And of course, she says, our first trip to Europe! (laughs) As a couple, you know, my first time going with a partner, not like my mom or my friend or anything, like a romantic partner.
0: She should have locked this in at that anniversary dinner where he said Europe. Like when he was trying to get in her good graces again. You remember that? Mm -hmm. She'd have locked it down right there. (laughs) But she didn't. Missed opportunity. Which
1: gives him room to say, well, you know what I want to do? I want a road trip across Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do we know somebody who knows somebody who knows Jose since he used to live here? Probably.
0: Probably. If we got a hold of his profile, we could look at the mutual friends. Um, not to knock a road trip, but as, you know, I love road tripping in Texas. Love it. Love visiting all kinds of towns and whatnot. But this is drastically different than international. Yeah.
1: Texas versus Europe. (laughs) Yeah. That is not the same thing. (laughs) No. Germany and New Brownsville are not the same. (laughs)
0: You got any kolaches here?
1: Oh, God. God. That's funny. But yeah, he's talking about (laughs) taking her to the hill country and stuff, because it has hills. And she's just looking at him like he's crazy.
0: (laughs) They go to an (laughs)
1: ITM and she's like, her version of travel and his version of travel are not the same. Their definitions do not match at all. So... They go back to the conversation and she says if they're, you know, just keep going with the flow, um, they'll realize, you know, there's still a lot of different firsts they can still have. And, you know, they kind of just table the conversation because that clearly was not going anywhere good. They always do that. I mean, if you can't agree on anything, just (laughs) why even fight about it? Just forget it. So, the next scene we have of them is they are going on a date night to a winery. And it wouldn't be an episode if I didn't say Rachel looked cute. She had her cute little two piece <laughs> outfit on. Thank you for dressing like she you're always on TV. looks
0: cute. Yep.
1: And so, again, this is another first for them. She's never been to a winery before. And she says it's important that, you know, a lot of things that she hasn't done before, she's getting to experience now with her husband. And they do a little montage of them tasting the different wines. He's fake pretending like he <laughs> knows what he's doing, and she calls him out. And she's like, "Just because you saw it in a movie doesn't know doesn't mean you know what you're doing. You are not a sommelier, sir. Thank you." So they get into a conversation, and Rachel's saying things are in a good place right now, and he agrees. He says he's a man of detail, so the little things. That she's doing, like making him breakfast or coffee or whatever, those things show that she cares, and he loves that. That's a he should share that advice to his
0: his bro Johnny <laughs> when Bow's doing all the little stuff for him.
1: Those are good things, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, um, she then seems concerned <laughs> that once the experiment is over, it's going to be a little bit like starting over again because. You know there won't be a show anymore it'll be actual yeah. life he says that he he says that he thinks she means it's going to be a new enhanced level not starting over and she gives him a face like mm, no not really don't put words in my mouth
0: right i say what i mean exactly
1: she <laughs> says at the end of this he gets to go back home she doesn't have that anymore She basically is going to have to change everything. Um, You know, she says like her commute is going to be longer. She's going to be moving to a new space. It's going to be a way bigger change for her. And this is when we learn about Summer Rachel. (laughs) So she says that she's never been in a relationship during the summer. But I don't understand this because she's been in long-term relationships. So how have you not been in a relationship during the summer? Do you just break up every summer and get back together? That's not toxic (laughs) and weird at all. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means. She says that when she was single, she's able to travel and do whatever she wanted during the summers. And Jose says, you know, he's never dated anybody that's been in the school system and had like, a block two months of summer off and yeah she says yeah summer rachel has a lot of free time and gets bored very easily and she says that she got like the crazy eyes right and i wonder how long she's been a teacher like shouldn't you know how to combat this by now if you've been doing it for a few <laughs> years you know it's gonna happen every year you and know? then compounded with covid like You should be pretty used to chilling by now. (laughs) Yeah. But no, she says if it's going to be just her in his house by herself with nothing to do while he's at work, he's going to need to brace himself. And Jose kind of furrows his brow and is like, what do you mean I have to brace myself? And she says that basically she's not going to be in a good mood. She's going to be unhappy and he might just catch that mood. And he's not going to like that. And based on past experiences, (laughs) it's not gone good. So, you know, you couldn't say anything to her if she's in this like pissy mood or else she'd be out the door. Yeah. And then Jose has a voiceover in ITM where he says that he's concerned because her first instinct when things are getting rough or being rocky is to bounce and leave. And that's not good.
0: So, is when things get rocky, throwing your right. wife out of the
1: apartment, cursing her out.
0: <laughs> yeah, she only bounced and left because you're verbally abusive.
1: <laughs> she didn't even bounce and leave. She was walking somebody else. Accidentally-
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I think the next day, remember the next day, she was like, and I'm done with this marriage. Yeah, cause and then she came back and was like, he was
1: being pissy. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, fine, good. Yeah. Bye
0: no I'm not saying it's wrong I think that's I'm just saying that's what he's referring to yeah
1: this is reactionary not necessarily her instinct
0: yeah yeah so she's going against her instinct by staying here with you
1: exactly (laughs) so he says that he's happy but he's glad that you know they jumped straight to marriage and didn't have to date because he might not have survived he says that there's some trust issues and some doubts if she would stay in the marriage if things weren't going to go her way. And that he would be crushed if she were to leave him. And that's kind of where it leaves off their conversation. Just yeah. Open-ended.
0: I think it for him it's more of a vanity thing. like um, I, And again, like, like Johnny, right? Um, it's like a failure mm-hmm. to them. Like, they couldn't make it work and they wanted to be this power couple. Right. Remember he kept saying yeah. that in the vows, you know, and he can't, he hasn't done that. So, the, you know, it's just, just it's ego just version. a narcissist mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Ego, ego. Exactly. Mm. Shocker. I know. I mean, even though these themes are kind of redundant, you know, Gail and Miller, still in love. Uh, Johnny and Bow are still having problems. Brett and Ryan still having problems. You know, even though it's all that, it still was a really great episode. Mm-hmm. Lots to talk about. I loved it, um,
1: and I can't wait for next time. It looks pretty good. Juicy, yeah. The experts are finally back.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's we'll see what they uncover there. So,
1: since they know so much, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Well, that's the episode.
0: Um thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to follow us on social media on Twitter, we are the Cheese McQueens. On Instagram, Instagram. Instagram, we are the Cheese McQueens podcast. Uh, rate and review. People can't find us unless you review, folks. So give us 5 stars, right Igby? Yes.
1: 5 stars
0: waiting for you to say that and uh yeah tell tell your friends tell your family um tune into us every week as we discuss these crazy crazy people i would never sign up for this experiment i think at the beginning of this se- season i was like yeah this seems like a great idea no it doesn't it really doesn't but i'm here for okay. it and <laughs> i'm here for it and i'm glad we are talking about it and i'm glad y'all are here joining us with it um and that's all i got anything else igby Not got nothing
1: <laughs> i'm done all right
0: y'all we'll see you That
1: huh? said i'm done these you're done people are all <laughs> idiots they all need to get divorced <laughs> Just run now
0: they are they are exhausting but it's all good we keep ton- tuning in I to know. them um uh, but yeah we'll see y'all next time thanks bye see ya